Let me try this again. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Buford Zone podcast. We have another one. We have another woman with us here today, whose focus is uh, sharing success from a woman, female's perspective. Uh, Khadija, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Day's going all right. Yeah. So talk to us. What's your uh, What's your foundation about? What is your your purpose? Okay, embracing story is something that I thought about since 2016. I didn't move forward with actually putting anything in stone, paper, or making it official until being able to, like, have some free time, which was after graduating. And basically, it's a nonprofit specifically targeting women, helping women, inspiring, motivating, everything just behind women. So. Okay, so what would be your core, like, what would you think, what would you want Embrace Her Story itself to to be oh i want it to be big um there's one thing that my brother told me he was just like don't sell yourself short so like one of like just the minor things he said i was like uh what what should my location be because i don't have like a solid you know a store you know like a location so he was just like um just say that you're just serving the greater like low country region because you don't want to sell yourself short you don't want to say that you're only just helping girls in Buford, which that's gonna be my target at first, yeah. cause hey. it's back home. Hey, you see the logo behind me? That's all. That's all I'm about. Okay, I, people will say you don't want to show yourself short, and I understand the world is is way bigger than Buford, and you know sometimes you want to get out there and expand the horizon, and there are more people. But you know the whole focus of what I'm doing is to, just to try to get people in Buford around. I want to encourage the positivity, get away from the negativity, let everybody know that you know positive stuff is going on. There's people doing stuff that's great, that's within your community, and want to encourage them to do what they're doing because I feel like this show, what I'm doing, can be the difference between somebody giving up their dream because they think nobody sees them doing something successful Mm -hmm. and continuing to do it because sometimes you can be hustling for a little while and it's not catching on and nobody acknowledges you, you know what I'm saying? And you think, okay, well, maybe I ain't doing this long enough, you know what I'm saying? All right, and then they give up, and they just become a regular everyday Joe. You know what I'm saying? And then they can get the call, and they can have an interview, and they can feel like, okay, I'm being notarized for what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's some of the reason why, like, I wanted, like, when I thought about it with the organization where I wanted people to share their story and not, like, a scratch-the-surface story. Like, share, like, most of all your story because it's just, like, what you have to say, what you went through, your trial, your testimony that's that like that's like can be gold to somebody else ear to know that you went through this and you still came through you know mm. you got through it so like knowing that somebody was where you were or where you are today and like still made it out or still got successful like that's where it kind of come into play and I think I think we're both on 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 the same path here. And I think that what we want a lot of people to understand is that a lot of people's pathway to success is not easy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's success is not as uh, simple as a you know a viral video. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we get that one viral video, and then they go viral forever, and they keep they keep the wave going. But for a lot of people who do something as far as a career wise, whether it's you know graduating college and getting a career, or whether it's or, you know, trying to do radio, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's being a, like, there's a long, long pathway to get into the top where you want to be. And I think 
this uh, this generation specifically and even younger, I think the goal is like everybody wants to be like homeowners and have an 850 credit score mm-hmm. by the time they turn 20. That you don't know, happen like it, that. It don't happen, you know what I'm saying? But that's what everybody's fighting for. You can't blame nobody for trying to shoot for the stars, but you got to understand, you got to be a little bit real about it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's all a process. Like, like you just bringing that up, like credit score, all of that. Like, when I graduated college, it was just like a transition. So, it's just like I'm slowly learning stuff. Like, it wasn't until, like, maybe my junior year that I started worrying about my credit and certain stuff like that. So, it's just like... Everybody path is different right. and to know that you can listen to other people like your platform, my platform and get an idea of how you want to like go about your next few years. Like it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And some people think that it is, but it ain't. Nah, it's definitely not. And I think that and, you know, with you going to um, we're going to go to college and you actually going to get your degree. You know what I'm saying? You go through a whole four years. And I think. Your biggest wake-up call itself is before college is when you go to college and you're there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't have your mom or your dad. I mean, you still can call and you still kind of in a sense. You know, you don't got to pay rent or whatever. Get your meal plan or whatever. But you still have to learn how to move by yourself a little bit. As you get older, you become on your own. But then it's, you go back home and you still got your, you know, you still got your peoples or whatever. And then if you ever, when you ever get the chance to move out on your own, you have to realize you've never been prepared for. You took all these years of school, mm-hmm. you went to college, you racked up these student loans, and you still kind of don't know nothing about life. You still really don't know how to live on your own. Mm-hmm. That's like where all my friends are at this point. Like everybody's trying to get that job or make sure that, you know, they're able to like afford living, like the cost of living, like getting out of college, getting your own apartment, making sure you stay up on every bill that you have, but also just, like, you not prepared for, like, a lot of that and, like, them still trying to manage their social life and all of that. Like, it's not just, it's not as simple as people think. Like, when those letters start rolling in saying you got to pay this, you got to pay this. Yeah. Yeah. They don't play no games. They tell you, hey, you don't got to worry about it until after you graduate. But yeah. once they hear about you graduating, they on you. So when did you, did you have that moment like, you know, like, yeah, I graduated. I'm taking pictures. My family coming to see me. Then it dies off and it's like, hold on, wait a minute. I'm unemployed. Yeah. When did when <laughs> did that hit you? Did that hit you hard? It, it didn't really hit me really bad, but because I got like a good support system right but it was one of those things where it's just like okay i got the support system and they done supported me for a long time i need to find a way how to just kind of you know support myself or try to fend for myself so like that's where i come in and say like the transitioning and like everybody path is different because you get out of school, let's say you got that one person that had that internship that automatically got that job. Then you got another person who just like, you know, probably three, two months after like graduating, they got a job. Then you got that other person that's like, they having a hard time finding a job in a six months time frame because you start paying back after six months. So it's like everybody path is different. Then you might just find somebody where it's just like they get out of school and they know like, hey, I got this bachelor's degree, but it ain't going to mean nothing unless I go back and get a master's. Right. So it's just like everybody's situation is different. And, and that's how I feel too. I feel like maybe like, and this is where the college system to me gets messed up because I feel like so many people have 
gotten degrees at this point. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about a lot of colleges, when you know you go to there, like, you know, USC or, you know, Clemson, you know, whatever. You know, we've been here since 1806 or 18. Like, they've been around forever. Well, I'm not going to say 1806, but like 1906. They've been around forever. So, if we think about all the people who have graduated since then, I think uh, the problem now, back then it meant a lot, but nowadays a lot of people have a degree, you know, a bachelor's degree, you know what I'm saying, more than back then, so it's like, it's kind of crowded, you gotta get a master's now. Mm-hmm. The bachelor's degree is basically turning into like a high school diploma on applications, so. Yeah, that's bad, so, so you know, what, we'll get back into your foundation, so what about your foundation made you specifically say, hey, I want to focus specifically on females. I just uh, want to cast us males out. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that I don't want to help y'all. <laughs> um, I have a lot of female influences. Like, I got five aunts, and then I technically adopt one of my cousins as my aunt, too. So, right. it's sex, like technically six. So, like, I had a whole lot of like female influences and it's just like the way they raised me up is like helped me to be the woman that I am today right so it's just like something that I wanted to do and I don't have no sisters so like my friends and like my first cousins and stuff like that right they all were like what I have as sisters and they're like watching my mom and all her sisters like interact and stuff like that they influenced me to like want to like start a non-profit specifically to women Okay, like, and your nonprofit that started what July July fourth, right? Yeah, it got incorporated on that day. So, what was that process like? You know what I'm saying? Because I looked into it. Now I did, but to be honest, it looked like it was low. Okay, so I will be honest. I had a lot of help. Um, yeah. um, financially, I had was assisted by um, just about everybody, family, friends, my boyfriend, and then um, I basically got help through LegalZoom. Yeah. So. Anybody out there trying to start a business, nonprofit, they'll help you. But I purchased a packet because it was something that I was just like a whole bunch of like paperwork, legal jargon that I ain't really too much film. Like, so I went through them and like I checked before I even going through them to make sure my name was available with the state. Like, it's all like a process. Like, Checking sure to make sure your name is available, state filing. Yeah, make sure nobody else got the same. They can't have the same name as nobody else. And so, like, I was just like, you know, I had already started my social media platform, and I was just like, it's time to get into like the official documents and like with the state, and right. even with like right now, I'm in the process. We already, you know, spoke previously with right. the five hundred one. Right. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, that's big word, paperwork right there. I got like I even got a book, which is uh, something that LegalZoom had in their package, right. which is kind of very helpful. I recommend this to anybody, like where you can read through and it breaks down like how you start your organization from one to like a hundred, like everything in there. Right, everything right. So I'm gonna take my time with that. And then if I can uh, get that right, you always have someone out there willing to help you. All right. Have you looked in the trademark in a hashtag? Uh, hashtag. The simple hashtag I've been using is just the name Embrace a Story. All right. But um, I also want to do a hashtag. You don't even know my story. All right. Um, it's something my mom always says. So mm-hmm. like, if somebody come at her in a way that she don't really like, or they like basically making a judgment. 
And now I know you. You know, yeah. she, she'll simply say, you don't even know my story. So right. it's just like not to go prolong with any other thoughts. Like, I'm just, she just responds, you don't even know my story. So is that something maybe, I mean, you would like plan to brand? Like, would you have t-shirts for that later on? Or is that just something you would just, you know, throw on as a hashtag in part, you know? Hashtag and as far as shirts, I would, I, I would, I would like to see that on a shirt, to be honest. So... But talk about the hidden meaning since we're on the subject. The hidden meaning behind the Embrace Story, the initials, the wordplay. Okay, so when I first came up with um, trying to like get a name for it, I was just like, it's for females, so I need to incorporate everything that's about females. So I was just like, let's just start with the pronouns that for like for females, like mm. she, her, right. and I sat down with it. I was just like, you know. This is like I've seen stuff out there that just say her. Like right. I've seen stuff out there that say her, and then I was just like, okay, well she. Let's see what we can do with she. And then it was just like I know I wanted to embrace and empower and uplift, right. but I was just like, okay, let me see what I can do with she. So I decided that I was gonna say embrace her story. And what's crazy is like I came up with embrace her story, not noticing right. that. It was she backwards, like the initial was she backwards. Right. So when I saw that, I was just like, "This is like, Dope. this is ideal." Yeah, like, it kind of worked out for it. Cause I was wondering about the, cause I'm, I'm looking and I'm reading, I'm trying to figure out, and I'm and I'm looking at it, and I'm like. Hey, yo, that's kind of dope how they did that. I wonder if it was like, if it was a plan, like if they really thought about that or if it was like a coincidence type thing. It was initially a plan. It's just like when it was like, I know I wanted to hear female stories. So it was just like embrace her story. And I was just like, I know I wanted to incorporate all the pronouns around females. So like when I finally flipped, I was just like, yeah, that's it. It worked. And so you specifically... You flip that around, and then that to her, you want to always what keep that capitalized. Is always that keep it ca- always keep it capitalized, like as much emphasis on women as possible. So it's just like even on my website, like she, her, they always gonna be highlighted in pink because it's just like I just want them to, like everybody to know, like we focusing on empowering her, everything around her. Okay, and and what do you? What do you want specifically to empower? Like, what do you want people, women specifically, to come to you and to and to share? Oh, I want it all. It sounds horrible. I want it all, but <laughs> um, it's like I want health, especially mental health, because like, and basically in my in my community, black community, like a lot of people don't pay mental health any attention. All right. Um, far as anxiety, depression. I got real bad anxiety. so I see a lot of statuses on that. I'm going to let you mm-hmm. finish first. And it's just like, I want to touch just about everything. Like, I want stories about all of that. Like, everything under mental health, beauty, success, like, just business. Like, everything kind of, like, to push the female. Because, like, we've always been hearing that the women make less in workforce. Like, right. It's just certain stuff that I want to cover that is kind of like a wide range. It's like a wide range. So So do you want them to come to you like, you know, with more of a a story or do you want them to come with like the the ending kind of like, you know, long story short or do you want the full spill? 
I, I really like the full spill because it's just like, I don't want to just scratch the surface on certain things because most like, that's how we see stuff nowadays. Right. We see uh, a successful woman. Right. We ain't see where she start from. Right. We ain't know where she been at, where she came from, and what all she had to do to get there. Right. So I want the full story. Okay, and what and what about that specifically would say you wouldn't want to, and I know maybe it's probably because you're, you know, women always want to empower women. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take that away from you or try to misconstrue it or anything like that. But when you when you want to go through that path of empowering women and you want to hear the woman's story and their journey and you, you, everybody sees the end and doesn't, you know, see the beginning. And what makes the difference from a male possibly going through the same thing as far as, you know, the story? Um, it's really, I'm not going to say it's really, it's really not a difference. Um, I just feel like as women, like sometimes we are a little bit more on a emotional and softer side. So like I learned something in psychology, um, where women tend to del- uh, like dwell on situations longer than a male. Right. right. So like something that we found devastating like and think about think about it all the time a male might find it devastating and just pick up and where they left off and move on like we we tend to overthink things and like that was something that i took from my my woman's psychology class it was just like because i know i do it i'd be like oh this bill coming up like i'm gonna pay this and like just stress about it and then Versus, like, a male, he might stress about it, but, like, the way women are, like, we just think about stuff a we, little bit more. We're going to think about it for, like, five minutes and then go play 2K. So, yeah. <laughs> Versus a woman, like, you really going to play the game in this situation. Yeah. We just going to be like, well, I mean, we know it's coming. Ain't nothing we can, we can really do about it. So, with Embrace Restore, is it all about female positivity? Like, for example... Did you have a problem with, you know, back when Hillary ran um, president in 2016, and a lot of people were just like, how we can't have a female in the White House? Did you feel some type of way about that? Or, you know, I'm not saying you would have voted for her regardless, you know, whatever her, you know, whatever she had going on. But just from that point specifically, did you feel some type of way about that? Yeah, it's just like um, we should be like allowed the same opportunity as a male. Right. So with them making a simple judgment as she's a woman, we can't have a woman in power. Like, for, like, for me, it's just, like, I feel like women has been, in like, empowered, like, since forever. Like, we kind of, like, cover all bases, like, nurturers, providers, and we also work and stuff like that. So it's just, like, I don't really get the concept of, like, not wanting to have a woman in power. Like, you're, like, most of these male that feel that way, like, you were birthed by a woman. All right. Like, I mean, if Michelle runs, I'm down. I ain't even. I'm not even watching. No she t- got my vote. Listen, I'm not watching no debates. I'm not talking to nobody. I'm just gonna show up and I'm gonna hit the box that says Michelle. Like that's that's a wrap. She that's got the, my vote. I won't even think twice about it. So, what you got? Any future events, plans, or anything coming up? Saw something about a uh, what is it? A drive you have? A giveaway? Yeah, it's called the Estelle College Care Package. So basically. When I went off my freshman year, 
uh, in the college, my aunt went to Goodwill. Right. And she got this chest. Um, it's also can be called a trunk. And basically, my brother helped her decorate it. It was right. some little cloth material in there, some little mirrors for when I opened it up. And she provided me with a lot of my school supplies and college dormitory, like dormitory stuff, like personal hygiene from body wash to bar soap to deodorant to like lotion and just other certain stuff like washcloths and towels, dryer sheets, certain things that I was going to need while being in the dorms my freshman year. So it was something that meant a lot to me because it was like, it kind of take the weight off my shoulders as far right. as already being anxious about school, living situations different. Like right. that wasn't something I had to worry about. Right. So I was really excited about it. I took pictures as usual and posted them. Right. Um, so it was just like something she did for me. Like my aunt was a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. So I want to be a blessing to other people through this. Yeah. So. So this is going to be like a every year thing. Would you want it to be or yeah, like every semester or something like that every year? I think I want to do it every year, but just um, just mostly in August. I understand that people do go to school in um, the spring, but yeah. I'm going to do it in August. And, like, I want it to get big, bigger each year. Okay. And I want y'all to listen to something that, you know, some of the things that she said about this uh, about this trunk um, and what was inside it. And y'all not going to understand this until y'all get sent away on y'all own and y'all in the college dorm. Y'all, I give about a week, two weeks tops. You're going to realize that you planned, you did not plan very well. There's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to need that you didn't think you needed. And you don't know this because it's always been there. Your parents always got it. Whoever you live with, they always bought it, paid for it. It was always there. You didn't have to worry about it. But once you get there and realize that you ain't got it, it's going to hit you real big. So I, I think it's dope. I think it's real cool. Um... To have that there because some people, um, you never know. Some of the students, some one day one of the females you might give um, a trust to is someone who might not have it. You know what I'm saying? And they might be coming to school and they might be coming on campus with the bare minimum. They might have a whole bunch of dollar store, you know, essentials. You know what I'm saying? And they might be just doing the bare minimum to get by. Like, hey, we got you to college. You know, financial aid. We we like you're there and. That's the main part. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you get good grades, you get a better scholarship. Like, but it, it's crazy. And there's a lot of people like that that's just there. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's real dope that you're doing this type of thing and trying to do this kind of giveaway because a lot of people don't really, to my knowledge, I haven't seen it much as far as for college. You know, most people give away one thing or they give away a, a grant or a scholarship, but they're not, hey, what about your everyday day-to-day needs you know what i'm saying and people skip that you know what i'm saying so it was something that um my aunt was actually excited too when i told her about it she was just like you know it's named after me she's also <laughs> um contributing she's gonna do um one of the packages by herself right and see i'm collecting i initially said two because i didn't know how big it was gonna be like i'm collecting for the other care package but if there's room to, like, create more, I'm going to do that as well. Right. So, like, this upcoming Sunday, um, I'm going to be at the waterfront okay. trying to collect from anybody willing to make donations. It's going to be washcloths, towels, soap, deodorant. Um, 
try to stay in the fem, you know, feminine. Like I wear secrets, so I'm not sure. Dove yeah. too, like certain things, feminine like products. yeah. And um, it's just not limited to the things that I'm listing. Like if you know something that any female would need in the dorm the freshman year, like bring it, like because I'm trying to get as much as I can. Like I also got a link on Facebook too, so okay, you hey, can, go like, put it out there. Get your social media out there. It's your time you to can, shine. Um, you can donate money there. Um, so next Sunday, I should be out there. I'm going to say because, yeah, 2 p.m. And then this, the following Sunday, which I believe is August 5th. Right, yes. Um, I'm going to be um, collecting waterfront same time, 2 p.m. And then for all the female graduates, I want to put that out there too. Please make sure that you're entering... It's on the website. The link is also located on the page, the Facebook page. So make sure you enter. What's the name of the uh, the URL for the website? Um, it's embracestory.org. And that's all for your, uh, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, that's the same for your Facebook, your Instagram, and em- all that. Mm-hmm. Embrace a story everywhere. Okay. What what part of the waterfront specifically? So people don't got to walk the whole waterfront. Um, gonna I'm going to be under the law. What's the little thing? Oh, the thing in the middle? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I It looks like a giant gazebo to me, but a gazebo, you pop it up kind of. But it is the stage at the waterfront. That's where she's going to be at. Okay. So that's good to make sure you did that. Okay. So outside of that, when you went to school for psychology, so what was what was that like? School. Um, Experimental psychology. you got to explain the difference from that one. All right. So. When I originally entered, and this is kind of why I started an organization, too, because, like, I have a story to tell. Okay. God hasn't uh, finished working on me yet, so when we get there, I'm going to tell it. But, <laughs> um, basically, I started out school as a nursing major, and I wasn't so successful in that. And that's not something that everybody shared, because, like, it even made me kind of emotional sometimes, because right. that's something I really want to do. So... Basically, after not being able to finish, I switched to psychology. And it kind of helped me out because, like, to the time frame of me not being able to do nursing and getting frustrated, the anxiety, depression, all of that. Like, psychology was a good switch because it started helping me to realize, like, you know, you know, this this is something normal. Like, something that you really wanted to do devastated you. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. These are, this is normal. Like... You don't got to feel like you're going crazy on your own and stuff like that. So I started learning a little bit more about my anxiety through switching over to psychology, learning about, like, mental health, too, period. So it was just, like, that was an eye-opener, and it was something that I enjoyed after being able to, like, connect it with my life. Right. And and don't – and what I want you to say is because, like you said, it was something emotional for you or whatever. Um, But don't let, you know – one failure you know kind of stick with you because sometimes something that you might always want to do you know what i'm saying might not be what you best at like you know what i'm saying there's some guy who always wanted to you know play one sport but he couldn't do it because he's too short there might be somebody who wanted to do something but they can't do it because of some kind of reason and then they find another avenue and it takes them a whole nother place for example you know i would say the big the biggest one that everybody um notices it's Bill Gates. He went to Harvard. He got kicked out of college. Owns Microsoft. He was like one of the richest people in the world. You know what I'm saying? So it might not be something 
that you know was meant for you you might have thought it was meant for you it might be something you always wanted to do but the avenue you're going now might have been different you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know you went to be a nurse and then now you went you know for psychology and you're, you're starting this foundation you know what i'm saying you know on your own power on your own will i mean you got a great support system you said but you know you're starting this from scratch and maybe your your purpose later on might be to empower women and you know change the way people think about women later on you never know where that this can take you so just take pride in that True. and you know move on with that just look at the the upside of things That's i've how had I multiple people tell me that too they was like you sure this is what you know it might this might just be steering you to go in another direction right. and if it is um Meet God to knock on that door pretty soon. Cause, right. um, and just let me know. Because it's just like my heart is like, this is something that I knew I always wanted to do. Right. But if God wants me to do something else, then I need that sign today. Right. Because financial aid I, is something <laughs> I feel the same way. But like I said, you never know. Because my thing about it is, you know, I think a lot more people are willing, would be willing to help people. But the realization when it comes to helping people is that, you um a lot of times you don't get paid to help people yeah that's very true and the situation what it is is finding the time between work because it's hard to find because you're not going to get a lot of times you'll get paid for it so it's hard to find a job you know what i'm saying that'll let you still be active in the community and help people and donate and go to all the drives and all that stuff like that and have community events and you know what I'm saying will be okay with it, and if you find a job that's okay with it, to give you the time off to go, do the, you're not gonna be paid that much because you're always gonna be off. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna be at work, so it's kind of a hard balance. And I, I want people to kind of understand that in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people get mad when someone tries to help someone, and the, you know they find out they're receiving any kind of money or funds for it, and it's, and it's not something that's you know disrespectful or something rude or it's like oh, I'm only doing this for the money or, you know, what can I get out of it? But the thing is, you have to get money for your time because I'm out here and I want to help people. You know what I'm saying? I want people to be successful, do what they want to do. You know, I want to help homeless people. I want to, you know, I want to help do everything, just even impoverished people, low-income people, whatever. But I can't do it and still be able to live in my house. You know what I'm saying? I still have to make some type of money. Now, I'm not saying go all crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? But... Somehow, I still have to have some money getting in my pocket because I'm out here in the community. I can't be out here handing out, you know, cans for eight hours a day and, mm. you know, still be able to survive. Somehow, some way, I got to get, you know. It, you make a great point because, like, my last, um, my last job, uh, I literally was at work. Like, as I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm working on my organization. Right. So, um it was one of those things where, like, this job um, definitely paid the bills and got me through some hard times. Uh, yeah. But it was one of those things where I also told myself where, like, you know, I give all my time to this job, but I need to devote something to, like, my future and my passion. Right. So it's just like um, I need this job to live, but I also need to pursue my passion. So, like, I'd be at my desk working and working on my organization. Right. That one question: Would you stop men for like? I know you said men, a women only, right? When I was looking at the web, it's women only, it's a women only thing. But would you stop like, let's say, not necessarily joining the group, but necessarily supporting the movement? Like, you know, there's a lot of feminist things going on, and I'm not saying this is a feminist 
thing. I, I define feminist and what you're doing and breaks her story as two different things because feminist is real like yeah uh, females. But you would you stop a man from like you know hey putting on a you know let's say his girlfriend or his wife joins this group or whatever and there is an event would you stop a guy from like buying a t-shirt wearing a t-shirt and being out there no, no. supporting the whole. Um, no, I have a cousin right now who, um, kind of get mad at me when I don't give him his shirt, but, um, no, I'm not stopping the support for men at all. Um, it's not like you're excluded. It's just like more so like the focus on is on women, but it's not like we can't receive support from men. Like I have, um, some, some guys that I went to school with that. They'd be like, where my shirt at? Like, right. like, I'm not stopping them, but I'm just like, you got to pay for it. Right. Um, well, that's fair, too. I know you got to pay for the shirt, but I'm just saying they want to, you know, buy the shirt to come out. So, like, they can support it. Like, it's not like like men is just, like, knocked off from this. Because, like, a lot of, like, the advice I got was from males. Like, right. it's not like they excluded, like, this one guy named Tyree. Uh, he's with a promotion group called Next Level Society. Right. And, uh... He helped me a lot. Right. Like, Shout out Tyree. He <laughs> helped me a lot. Um, he basically kind of walked me through certain stuff, gave me certain advice, and then, like, through the people he knew, he sent me a few people. Right. Um, this last interaction that I had that I got help with him from was uh, from an organization in Charleston called Dare Deandra. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, basically kind of inspiring women to, like, kind of shy away and stay away from like domestic violence relationships and stuff like that mm-hmm. the organization was formed because her sister had uh got shot by her boyfriend she was i oh. believe she was only 18 so it was one of those things where his connection helped me get in touch with her and she's doing something great like right. it's not a lot other times where you hear people talking about them being in a domestic violence relationship or being abused, beat, any of that. And, like, right now she's about to have a fashion show coming up in Charleston on the 11th. Right. So it was just, like, a great connection. I wish I could get back into doing the fashion shows. I don't remember if you remember the old pictures, but but I done put on some weight. It's a wrap for me right now. I keep trying to get back in the gym, man, but it's just not working for me right now. It's not. I'm telling you. So... I would definitely take any support from men. Like, it's not, like, excluding men. It's just, like, a focus on women. Okay. I was say, I, I just had to ask because, like, I think with men, per se, when it comes to supporting um, uh, a female movement or a female empowerment type of movement, I think um, as far as, like, you know, not the far, the far away guys who are just, like, straight, you know, battling sexist men over women, um... But I think when it comes to empowering women, I think they're okay with empowering. I think I'm one of these guys. I'm describing myself is that I'm okay with empowering a woman. You know what I'm saying? And and um a male environment, especially like you know I think, like I said once again, I'm a football guy. We just had the first female referee um a year or two ago, first female reporter, whatever you know. And I don't have no problem as long as they do their job you know well. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do it and supporting media because i wouldn't support it from a guy like if a guy did the same thing as a woman i wouldn't support it i, I treat him fairly and that's my thing when women come into the place the you know I want, i'm not gonna say workplace just anything in general and they just say they hit me with the female empowerment and they want to be treated like equal and all that stuff like that 
I was like, okay, fine. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that in a way as in, you know, I make life hard for them. But to say, if you say treat you equally, I treat you equally. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know. And I think one of the places, the problem that I had was in um, the workplace. It's a funny situation to me. Um, and I've always been around women in this. And I think, you know, sometimes men agree or whatever. But um, I was in the middle of a debate at work. And, you know, it was a couple of females or whatever. I was working at a gas station. And... They were having a, oh, women could do anything, men can do, da 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 And in the midst of that conversation, uh, it was time to take out the trash. And the first thing they looked at me was like, Javon, you taking out the trash? I'm like, no, it's not. I'm on register two today. It's not my job to take out the trash. It's, it's your job. And she was like, well, you the man. You're supposed to take it out. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't we just have a whole conversation about, you know, being equal in the workplace and all that? So if you got to take out the trash, then take out the trash like why are you coming at me or whatever so it, it was a funny situation it just happened to be at that moment in time that we were having that conversation then right after it and then they tried to look at me it's like ah oh, that don't count i was like technically it do you know what i'm saying a little bit you I, know i get what you're saying um the only thing is just like that like that particular moment i understand that um because anybody can take the trash out but right. Like, as far as, like, workforce now, like, there would be certain situations where, like, a male may be offered more to, versus, like, a female. Right. Like, in salary, just because he's a male. Right. And in some cases, people do it, like, like, well, maybe he's able, like, if it's a laborious job, he may be able to lift more or something like that. But it's usually when, like, white-collar jobs, like, Mm -hmm. men sometimes get offered more than women and and that's my thing and that's why i think it comes in there that's when it really matters um it's like when the jobs where there isn't a discrepancy it's more of a uh i would say a paper pushing type of job and it's like it doesn't require any kind of because i think where men come in with the dominance really is basically our physical makeup but i think as far as the brain the brain is concerned is the paper pushing you know writing down stuff i think it's even I think they just have to allow women to get in there and see what they can do. I think they kind of hold them back. And I think what they have to understand is just like how we feel about, um, as a race, being black people, how we were held back for so many years. And now we're we're starting to, you know, everybody's starting to graduate college. I think a while ago they said, what, black women was one of the uh, main, like, college graduates or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the top, what, marketing employee uh, whatever. And I think it's the same thing with women. You have to give them their chance to, um, I'm not going to say, I, I am going to say adapt to being in, in the workforce because just like we were slaves for a long time and now we have to adapt to going to college and getting credit and trying to get our, you know, our, eco- our economic strength. It's the same thing with females in the workplace. You can't keep, you can't make the law and then keep excluding them at the same time, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand that. I definitely um, would like all the support from Mills, though. Um, just to go back to that, I'd like all the support because, like, in a sense, like, my brother is one of my biggest supporters, too. Right. And um, when these events start rolling around, like, when I start doing them, mm-hmm. he's, like, an event planner, so he's going to be supporting me. Oh, that's dope. Right. How much are the shirts? Um, $20. Dang, No. (laughs) The shirts are that much because it includes um, shipping and the cost of the shirt. Um, 
each shirt is purchased through a um, third party. Okay. So it's not like I just purchased a bunch and then we just selling them. But right. there are no like there's like no profit being made on our side. The right. shirt is basically the twenty dollars is for me to hey, I need a shirt for my organization and then sending it out to you for free, basically. All of that's right. included. You might wanna invest in the um what's the heat press. You make the shirt yourself, man. I think you get a little cheap one for about 150 bucks. I was thinking and you about do it. That and you can get a printer and you can print out your logo and center it. Hold it down 15 seconds, whatever. You you good. That's what I would do. It'd save you up front and it cost you something. But in the back end, it'll save you. You got answers. You're a dude. You're supporting me. Hey, see, I'm there, man. I got you, man. $20, it'll come. Whenever it come, I got you. I'll buy me a shirt. That's a high price for a t-shirt. But I got you, though. I support I support everything. That's the whole purpose of what I'm doing. You go, y'all going to see me with a t-shirt soon. I'm going to post my picture so you ain't going to feel like I'm up here just talking. So, that being said, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else? Any secrets? Any events other than the, the giveaway? The picking up anything like that okay i have one more thing that i think i'm going to share so basically in october i am drafting up and still putting it together that i want to do an event for breast cancer awareness month um anyone who is interested or have any ideas to contribute with what uh, we have already came up with um to um just kind of bring it to me. Uh, it's not anything is like anything is fair game and nothing is finalized right now. So I'd kind of want to hear from everybody to get like an opinion and how we can have a big turnout. So so you're trying to make a, basically a big breast cancer event, but you don't really like I have idea. I have an idea set in stone and uh, I'll probably be posting it. I think probably like the end of August, but like okay. anything else that like ideas that could contribute to what we already have working on, and I kind of don't want to tell because it's gonna spoil it. Right. But um, hey man, you want to? I I don't blame you for wanting to mess up your promotion, but you gotta prom- promotion is promotion. You get it out there if you got it. But it is gonna be hosted in Buford, um, and I just kind of want everybody to come out. So uh, just pay attention to that. Um, Make sure you're looking at our Facebook page, our Instagram page, Twitter. So it's all embrace her story on every account. So don't miss don't miss out on that. All right, all right, y'all heard it here, y'all. It's Khadijah. Embrace her story on all platforms. She got something planned for us. Buford Breast Cancer. Be prepared. It's Buford song.